Sports betting brethren, good morning. It is Saturday, 11-21-2020, November 21st, 2020, as we bring you the Sports Bet University betting market report. And uh, welcome. For those that haven't uh, stopped by in the past, what we do is we bring you the the, uh, the market report showing you and talking to you about where the tickets are, where the bets uh, population is at, where the most of the population is at, whether that's the alleged smart or sharp money, and then also where the money's at, which is most important because typically um, we will lean towards where the money's flowing, where's the money's going, and where the odds makers are trying to shift and uh, detour that. So we have analytics tools <clears throat> that we use to identify uh, how the flow is going. And if you know where they want you to be and where they don't want you to be, that helps you make good choices and good decisions. So we teach. That's what we do. We teach you how to use these tools, how to how to develop the heuristics, how, how to have a roadmap for yourself. And uh, that's what we have going on. And so at Sportsbet University, if you're interested, let me know via email, info at Sportsbet University. Say, hey, put me on the list. I'm finishing up our, our um, I guess, our um, template, if you will, to sort of give you the guidance to sort of help you know where to go, what to look for, the tools, the resources, and um, very, very good stuff to identify in uh, your success. And uh, it's it's a lot more fun when you win. <laughs> Ain't no doubt about it. So let's get right into it. Um, first of all, we do want to thank the Wolfline. The Wolfline is a quantitative analytics app. Get over there. You get a free 30 days for trying it out. Let them know the SBU or Sports Bay University and Brother B sent you, and they'll hook you up with 30 days for free. It's, it is a Candyland color-coded system that helps you um, identify these, whether it's the total, the money line, or the spread. And we'll give you one of the selections that's popping up and showing a lot of color. The reds mean high, high um, indicators. Orange is sort of another secondary indicator, and yellow, and so forth. So again, it makes it super, super easy, and uh, we can't thank them enough and love the boys over at the Wolf Line. And uh, <clears throat> also... If you need a place to play, if you're kind of just getting started, that's what we do. We help starter and beginner, uh, struggling sports bettors uh, with the with the steps, you know, with how how to get going, how to get started, where to go, where not to go, etc. Uh, we we don't ever want you to pay a handicapper. Handicappers are scamdy cappers. They basically sell picks, and when they're wrong, they don't uh, pay you back. But when they're right, they want more money. So either way, you're kind of fucked, and uh, that's something that we're we're against, and uh, we want to try to help you get get better and uh, get moving. So. That's what we're going to do. We're going to get into into that here in a second as we get into the report right now. So first of all, let's just open it up and talk about where the public is on college football today. So um, some of the tools that we use will show you where the number of bets are. Um, what I like to do is make sure that you know you try to have as many bets in this in this as you can relative to four thousand tickets or higher. And certainly, the closer to game time, those ticket numbers go way way higher. Everyone's waiting till the last minute, uh, whether that's the sharps or the or the uh, public, because they're waiting for as much information as they can. I will tell you, when you're on a pick and you have your systems dialed in, if it's a favorite, you want to jump in early because the line's probably only going to get worse. If you're on the dog, sometimes you can probably wait and have that line go up and get more and more value, just like the totals. If you're on the over, you probably want to get in early um, because that's probably going to go up. And those are just the natural tendencies that you see Joe Public, which drives the market. And we analyze the market. We, we don't care if the quarterback or the shortstop are the same person. We don't. It's all baked in. We, we know the weather. We know the injuries. We know, we know all this. So I highly doubt you're going to build a model that outperforms the, the odds makers models. And so what we do is we read the market, something that they have to read as well. So we're, we're right there with them. But uh, let's get into it. Um, one of the things that we're gonna kick off and do is get into the Ohio State-Indiana game. And this is a game that opened up at a 19 and a half for Ohio State. 
And um, the total, as we pull this up as well, um, was at 62.5. Now it's gone up to 66.5. And you got 63% of the tickets and about a 24% variance on the over. However, this is not quite adding up. Um, you've got Indiana and Ohio State, which we believe you're going to see a little bit of underaction. We like being contrarian, which means if everyone and their brother is going left, and the odds makers know that, even though they've adjusted the line, we still like to go oppo. So that'd be one that we're looking at the under. Um, again, not telling you what to do, telling you how much to play, but um, just food for thought and hopefully more information as you uh, you know cap your games, cap your cap your stuff. And again, let me know if you want to sent have uh, the system sent out, the template sent out that, that helps you go through the market analysis, the fundamental analysis, the technical analysis, and basically each week you plug and play and you put everything in and and boom, you know, you got information coming back that you can use to your advantage. Um, real quick, let's get into the LSU Arkansas game. Opened up at uh, Arkansas minus one. And, um, you know, you got about a 50-50 ticket count, but we do have what we call a 50-50 boom, which means that of the 4,400 tickets that we're seeing here in our analysis, you've got about a 50-50 ticket count. Arkansas seems to be the sexy home dog, right? And LSU seems to be a little bit of a beat-up asset. It's kind of hard to imagine LSU being a beat-up asset, but we have a 13% variance in money over on LSU. I like LSU plus uh, plus that two. I think they're obviously going to win the game outright, but that would be something we would look to as well. Um, again, just digging into further games, going through the, the information here. Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, that's kind of a big game. We, we, we do... <laughs> We like to be we like to be the ones that are on the Georgia Southern Army you know inside type stuff and, and never get into the uh, the big games. But you'll notice that capping a big game, a nationally televised game such as a uh, you know a Michigan Ohio State kind of kind of a game, is certainly different than um, uh, capping you know Lehigh and uh, uh, Hofstra. You know different markets, different situations, different people betting on them. So. You'll, you'll learn to cap the situation a little bit differently. Also, you always want to look at coaches, you know, the coaches and the weather and, 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 and those, those intangibles that we have sort of three pillars or three categories. You have your market, uh, market analysis, which, again, is, um, you know, uh, something you have to know. You, you, why, the, why is the line moving? And, and we believe that the, the odds makers are sort of storytellers. You know, they, they present a story to you, and it's your job to decipher that story. You know, so it's your job to um, decide whether or not that's information that you're buying or selling. And again, these quantitative analytics tools will help you with that and help you figure out if you do want to buy or sell um, a side, a total, or, or whatnot. Um, so back into it. Like, like Oklahoma State here, uh, plus the, the now, and, and, and I'll tell you why. The line opened up at a plus nine and a half. We feel like they have the better run game. The lines dropped down to seven, seven and a half. Um, we feel like they're actually going to be the better team. Oklahoma this year is just just not quite the Oklahoma of old, right? So that'd be one that we would look at and take the seven and a half. We're betting the line. You know, you, you don't, they always say you don't bet the game, you bet the line, right? You bet the number. And that number is good. We also think there's a better running attack on that side. It looks like there's pretty crappy weather going on right now in Oklahoma, so there should be a lot of running going on. Uh, although those would argue that the passing game, you know, and, and slippery, sloppy weather, um, they know where they're going and the, and the, and the defense does not. But um, that's that's just something that, you know, we, we feel is um, the side that, that we would like to be on if we had to put something on the game. Um, so moving right along to a couple others that we like. Um, Trying to pull up, I'm trying to pull up all this information so I can give it to you um, as quickly as possible. Another thing, um, 
what's kind of standing out to us is, let me kind of sift through it here. I want to make sure I'm giving you accurate information. Da, 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 da. Kind of like Wisconsin today, that line seven and a half. Uh, don't think that's enough. I think I think uh, they, obviously with the run game, they can control the ball. Anytime you have a good solid defense, like Wisconsin, good solid run game, like Wisconsin, it's easier to cover that spread at the end. You don't have as many backdoor covers, you know, because they're controlling the ball, controlling the clock, controlling the defense, controlling that. And we like that about Wisconsin. So I feel like that's probably a pretty good, pretty good thing. Um, real quick too, Oregon kind of standing out to us. Um, again, all the attributes they have going against UCLA today, that, that line is about 13 and a half. Don't think that's going to quite be enough, but that's one we'd also look at. Do like the under in the Tennessee-Auburn game, only because uh, I just think the way the game's going to probably play itself out relative to the approach and the style that's going to be happening today. So I think it's a 48 count on that game. Um, let me pull that up for you real quick. I apologize. Uh, so there's another selection that we you know do like and, and would consider uh, getting into. And uh, I'm going to change charts here to give you a couple more games and we'll kind of wrap it up. But um, this is also where you can identify reverse line movement. Uh, reverse line movement is where, let's say the game opens up in a minus three and everyone and their brother is on that side, but then they lower it to say minus two or minus one and a half. And you're thinking, well, if they're getting exposed and all the money's coming in and everyone and their brother's on that side, why would they open up the valve and make it even more enticing to be on that side? So anytime you have reverse line movement, and you can follow the ticket count. You can follow the um, uh, the money. And, and you have to ask yourself, if you were the bookmaker and you're getting pounded on a particular side, why would you, you – you would think natural reaction would be to open it up the other way, right? I mean, why would you expose it? So we, we watch a lot of reverse line movement. Uh, we have different techniques that we show you as far as what's called a 50-50 boom when you have 50% of the tickets on one side, 50% on the other, um, and then maybe the line moves with it as far as the money goes. And a lot of people don't know how many tickets and sort of the percentages, but you know we, we definitely like to avoid the public plays. And you'll see this a lot in the NFL, and we'll bring you a couple of NFL games tomorrow, but I uh, wanted to talk about that. Uh, so there you go. We have, you know, last one we're going to kind of throw out here to you is the under in the in the Alabama Kentucky game. Uh, these coaches know each other really well. A couple of, you know, I think Alabama's going to want to step it up on the defensive side. Kentucky not much on the offensive side. So they kind of keep keep them low. But I think Kentucky's going to have a little bit of a bounce back and 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 play better. So I think their defense is going to be kind of stepping up. That's a lot of points. Fifty eight, um, fifty eight with a kind of I can say kind of a bad offense with Kentucky. So that'd be another one. So uh, under there, under in the Tennessee Auburn Oklahoma State, you know, plus seven and a half. Under in the Ohio State uh, Indiana game, that's a sixty six right now, I believe. And then the LSU Tigers uh, being a road dog, I'll take them. I mean, you, you, you know, I get, I get LSU and points. Okay. Um, because I think Arkansas is a sexy dog right now. They are a salty little team, but I think that's one that we would, um, we would definitely look at. The last one here is going to be kind of strange, too, as I'll point out. Not, not really thrilled about it. I wouldn't go heavy on it as the Michigan. I think uh, they're kind of a, a, a dog backed up into a corner, you know, an animal in a corner. And I think they should... Uh, Probably come out with a lot better effort than they've shown. They've been going up against some pretty tough, tough teams relative to uh, Wisconsin just recently. But certainly, I think the embarrassment of getting beat by Michigan State's uh, all over this. But um, there's some games for you guys. There's five, six, seven games that I think you'll find uh, intriguing. And I guess the last one here I'm going to throw out to you is a late one to watch if you're up late. I do like USC, and I'll tell you why. That line opened up at a minus three, three and a half. It's down to two and a half. It's weird, though, because it's frozen. It's what I call frozen, meaning it's like every book you go to, every book you see is almost basically the same, two and a half. 
Um, initially, out of the gate, too, just as kind of Joe Public, I was on Utah. I think they're, I think, and it wouldn't surprise me if Utah beat the shit out of them. But the line's weird. Something's weird about that. And I think USC knows they haven't played real well and kind of maybe a little bit of an embarrassment with uh, their game at, at Arizona um, last week. But I think that's someone that you'll see um, kind of a little bit of a surprise there. Again, you're getting USC plus two and a half on the road. So hopefully this is all very helpful. I'm trying to sift through here one more time to see if there's anything else I want to, you know, put out and throw out there to you that has value that we think, you know, is kind of a good situation. But I think that's really it as far as most of the ones that we're going to be monitoring and watching today. Um, Again, let me know if you have questions and let me know if you want to get in in line to have one of the templates sent to you that you, you know, can use to your advantages in Google Docs. And it's awesome. It's uh, four or five tabs, um, you know, each week. And it sort of helps you as a, gives you, I give you a roadmap, you know, um, uh, that has all the heuristics, all the answers to the tests, and all the information you need to kind of plug and play each week to help you in your capping. So let me know if that's of interest to you. Again, info at sportsbetuniversity.com. And we'll be back tomorrow for some NFL. Appreciate your time. Go get it. Go hit it.